0: Thank you for listening. This is Your Tech Life. This show is all about you. It's trying to help you with technology. It's trying to educate you with technology, talking about the latest gadgets and gizmos I see in technology in cars and other areas of uh, of the world. Uh, and it's uh, a talk back show. So if you've got a question about technology, I can help you. You can get in touch. You can get on the email or the phone, and I'll get you on the show. We will talk to many people on this episode of Your Tech Life about their technology questions and issues, and hopefully... By them asking a question and you hearing the conversation that may or may not lead to resolution for them, you learn a little bit more, you might be educated. So, all fun and games here on your tech life. This is episode 314. Hosting for Your Tech Life, proudly provided by Web Central.
1: Everything
2: technology, from computers to mobile phones, TVs, and the internet. Information you want, all the help you need. Your Tech Life with Trevor Long.
0: Hello, episode, yes, 314, we keep ticking away, and uh, thank you for listening, thank you for downloading, um, yes, I did that slightly differently for those <laughs> that, are, that are veterans of the show, because I'm realising that people, people sample, <clears throat> and uh, I'll talk a little bit later about why people will more and more sample podcasts, um, so hey, why not tell them up front? Uh, the things we're going to talk about this week are the Microsoft Band 2, the OPPO, the new OPPO phone. Um, I've got some back-to-school tips uh, with Officeworks. I've got some emails to read. We've got some calls to take. There is lots to talk about, as always, here on Your Tech Life. We do it each and every week. Thanks to the good people at Garmin, Garmin Satellite Navigation, GPS Technology, uh, garmin.com.au, and Netgear. And Arlo, au, the home security cameras that you just can't beat. Uh, this week, yes, lots of calls on, well, Windows 10 seems to be rearing its head. <laughs> I won't say ugly, because I don't mind it. But it's rearing its head with a couple of questions. We're going to remind ourselves about scams, and we're going to think about what it is that makes video editing easy or difficult. Where and how should you do it if you've just been on a holiday? We've got a great call waiting on the line to chat to. And uh, we will cover that off shortly, plus, as I said, the Microsoft band back to school, We'll read your emails, we'll read your tweets, we'll read everything we can here on your tech life. It's great to have you company. This is how we roll each and every week on your tech life.
3: It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But trivel-
0: this product is one that I think proves that you have to read around on technology. You can't read just my reviews. You can't listen to just me because it's more than just one person's opinion. You see my thoughts on a fitness product for those that haven't met me or seen me quite different to someone who is actually active. Um, I, for uh, I think more than a year, probably two years, wore a jawbone up. I thought it was sensational. Easy to wear, easy to put on, light on the wrist, track my steps, track my sleep. Perfect. Just what I wanted. Um, I've tried a lot. I've tried them all because that's what I do. But the Microsoft Band was released in Australia, in fact, last year when they opened the the Australian Sydney store. Uh, but it was only on sale at the store for a couple of weeks. But this week, it went on sale at... JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, and Rebel Sport. It's a $379 item. Now, it's not a fitness tracker only. It is a fitness tracker, but that's not really its its best features. And it's not a smartwatch, though I personally needed to make it one. So here's what happened. I was wearing, I wear an Apple Watch primarily. I would say these days, because of Apple Pay, only because of Apple Pay, I reckon I wear my Apple Watch four days out of seven. Um, so I went to put the I put the Microsoft band on my right wrist. It's a big it's a big item, both top and bottom. So the the top side is uh, quite a large chunk of metal screen that sits atop your wrist, and underneath it, the clasp is also quite big because it has a heart rate sensor under it, and a, and a good uh, nifty clasp itself. They say a lot of people wear it the other way around, with the screen underneath, so you just look at the bottom of your wrist to see calls and things. I, oh, I just found that weird, but I also found it weird just having such a big thing on my other wrist. Now I reckon it's the sensation you feel when you put your watch on the other arm. It's that this is not normal feeling, so that's probably all it was. But I found it more comfortable to wear. For I wore it for about six, seven days on my left wrist, where I would normally wear a watch. I found it easier to wear because of its size as a smartwatch, but its functionality they say is not a smartwatch. They call it a smart band. So probably in the in the Fitbit Charge HR range or the Garmin Vivo Smart range, you know, it's got synced to your phone. It's notifications of calls, texts, emails, um, lots of things available on it. Certainly, there's eleven sensors in it, including a UV sensor. Now. Yes, a brilliant step monitor. Uh, yes, an excellent sleep monitor too, I will say, because it's doing a heart rate through the night as well. Um, and the interface of the app is excellent on Android, iOS, and Windows Phone, all the same. Looks great. But really, it's not. you're not going to spend $379 if you're just looking to track your steps and, and your sleep. Uh, you can get a much cheaper version from other companies. This thing has fitness capabilities that far outweigh any other on the market or or at least a similar to the high end so you could uh, you can plan a fitness regime you know uh, one five minute walk three minute intense run two minute jog five minute walk you know you can actually plan it out and the the band syncs with the app or, or the website the cloud and you can then get the alerts for that fitness program as you walk along so it's a very good fitness product it also has golf functionality and different things but I think primarily it's it's a fitness product, but it's not a swimming watch and those kind of things. So it sits below the Garmin style watches. Uh, it sits below the Apple Watch in smartwatch functionality because there's no apps, but it probably sits on par with it on fitness and health and tracking. So it's a very interesting product. 379 is not a terrible price. I think it's a good range to be in. I do think it's a big chunky thing to wear though. So that's your challenge if you're going to wear one. But the Microsoft Band 2, now available at Apple stores. Uh, sorry, Microsoft, <laughs> the Microsoft Band 2 is now available at Harvey Norman stores. JB Hi-Fi and Rebel Sport is the big one because the Rebel Sport stores, are, you know, that's a sporting fitness area. So they're really trying to break into that space, which I think is pretty smart. So, uh, yeah, worth checking out if you're in the market or you know someone in a market. Um, I'd love to know what you think. If you do get a look, check it out, uh, eftm.com.au. <music> Email here from uh, Christopher Sims. G'day, mate. Thank you for the email. He says, I thought I would just mention the following. On your last Your Tech Live show, you had a caller about a sticky digital crown on their Apple Watch. I remember that. As I did as suggested, and yes, the watch continues to work. Now, the suggestion, if you weren't listening last week, from Apple, apparently, to this caller was run it water and twist the dial while it's running. Well, according to Christopher, that works good, and he has a more freely turning... Cre- Crown now, so thank you for the feedback, Christopher. Very good of you to uh, get in touch, and uh, well, I hope it. I uh, hope it's working now for our last week's caller as well. Uh, <laughs> it's um, it was an interesting bit of advice. Now you will have noticed in your app this week. Um, I don't know every episode downloaded again the last ten. Uh, I I apologise if that has uh, impacted on your data plan, but we've just sw- we've switched things up. I have moved the podcasts and the, the podcast reference files to a new service, a new server, um, which actually will make things a bit quicker for you to download, hopefully, too, because they've got a worldwide content delivery network. Um, and uh, just generally a better service for me in the back end, and I'll talk to you about some of that in a minute. But it will have impacted your app. I am, I'm sorry. Um, but, hey, uh, you love the show, don't you? So it's support. It'll only happen this one time. Uh, hopefully it doesn't happen again in the next little while, but it is because I have partnered with uh, a new podcast platform called Wooshka, uh which is spelt W-H-O-O-S-H-K-A-A, Um I'm on an advisory board for this company um, and have been very excited about what they have to offer and what they are planning. So lots more to come from Wushka. But here's, if you're a podcaster listening to this, and I know there are a couple, um, here's why... It's going to be awesome. Uh, first and foremost, it's, it's a platform that allows me to have all my audio sitting there and I will, not immediately, but I will be able to get great st- statistics in a really simple dashboard. Um, I can upload my files very easily via a web interface. I don't have to edit XML files. I don't have to, there's a lot of work that goes into putting a podcast up. That's all going to be made a lot easier. Plus, I'll be able to share and embed the podcast in tweets and Facebook and also back onto EFTM. You know, I did that for a while on SoundCloud. Um, so the single file can be referenced in any way. It's going to be fantastic for sharing of the podcast and the content. So um, that is why that is the long term goal. There's a whole bunch of really great things that will occur uh, over a longer period of time because um, uh, it's an advertising. Excuse me, advertising platform which will absolutely revolutionise how <clears throat> podcasters. Can perhaps make uh, make money from their podcasts now. Obviously, I already have advertising that won't change, but the ability for the platform to insert advertising into podcasts as they are delivered to people is revolutionary. And uh, uh, Rob, who is uh, someone I worked with many many years ago, who's the head of uh, Wushka, uh, asked me to get involved and help him out a bit and uh, and just talk about things. It's been great to see him progress through this and the. Um, the back end for, for me as a podcaster is fantastic. If you are keen for a new podcast app, there is also a, a Wooshka podcast app, but I, I will be honest with you, I think if you've got Pocket Casts or Overcast, then you're probably happy. But if you're using Apple Podcasts, then maybe try something different. Uh, Wooshka is a new alternative, W-H-O-O-S-H-K-A-A, Wooshka. Um, download it, have a look, let me know what you think. The app is is not to me as important as just making sure you get the podcast at the same time as you would have any other week. Um, perhaps perhaps a bit faster download, who knows. Um, but yeah, some cool things coming from the team at Wooshka. You are listening to Your Tech Life.
2: Talking technology without the jargon. Your, Your Tech Life. Life with Trevor Long.
0: So teamed up with Officeworks again. Uh, you'll know I did that last year with some uh, some tips and advice. So they asked me to make some tips uh, with regards to back to school. Now, we published these some time ago, but just... Uh, I thought I'd run through them because I put them on the website as well. Um, it was uh, It's interesting to think about um, you know, back to school in a technology context because technology dominates school these days. So the first tip is check your sch- child's school list. Uh, every school these days has a list what technology is supported. Now, that means, you know, can I use a Mac or a PC? Does it need a certain type of Wi-Fi? What hard drive do you suggest? I don't know, but you've got to ask the school because if you buy something that's not compatible that's not going to end well for your child. Okay, so check their list. Uh, Officeworks actually have a tool called the Text Selector, which allows you to put in some of the data from that list and narrow down the the search as you're shopping for the technology for your child. A very cool online system. For the average Joe who doesn't do a lot of shopping for technology, it's actually really, really cool. So the Text Selector from Officeworks, I've linked to that on the website, eftm.com.au. Second tip is make it personal. There's so much you can do now to um, personalise devices. Uh, from covers to cases to stickers, um, well worth checking out. Whether it's the technology or just their pens and and things, um, there's a whole f- bunch of things you can do to personalize your stationery and technology. Uh, be very smart about software, please. Um, different software is needed for different projects. Microsoft Office um, is very useful, but it may not be required. So don't get them if don't get it if they don't need it. So check that list. Um, accessories are important. Not just about the devices. Think about the accessories can help. With studying, a noise-cancelling set of headphones could help a more senior child focus on the task at hand. So um, that's a good accessorising-style option. Uh, keeping them active. So we talked about the Microsoft Band. It's actually not a bad thing to think about um, tracking your steps and sleep. As a child, my, my nine-year-old wanted one. I didn't give it to him. He wanted one. I Then then he got it. Um, because he just wants to know how many steps. And it's great. He's, he's encouraged by his goal every day. So don't be put off by the idea of... Um, you know, having a goal, your child can have a uh, a goal for their their steps and their fitness uh, every day, and and in and out. Everything has a place, so um, with cloud computing and uh, external hardware and disk drives, think about getting um, a high-capacity external drive for their laptop or their computer for backups, but also think about getting a little USB drive because, you know, moving presentations from disk to to classroom is is difficult. So if you've got a little USB drive, put it on a key ring, maybe hang it on their bag. Very easy thing to do. Um, Always ask for help. Yes, you can always contact me. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. But also Officeworks re- offers a remote tech service to help customers navigate installations or fix tech glitches. So I, I literally didn't know that until they told me. So uh, Officeworks Tech Service um, is a remote service. So check that out if you if you need some um, actual uh, setup assistance. And, of course, get them ready. You know, the holidays are a long time. So if your child is back this week or next, get them started now. Get them playing with the computer. Get them using the, the education labs. And also... Think about a couple of apps. So Quick Math is one I've recommended before. Um, really great maths app for um, for training your brain and getting faster at maths. And then Officeworks have an app called Growing Minds. Very cool app for testing and and, and improving their memory, attention and knowledge. So a bunch of cool things you can do to keep kids uh, and get them ready for school. If you're a parent or a grandparent, those things might be useful to you in one or in many. Uh, and if you want to see the full list, that's easy. Just go to the website, uh, eftm.com.au. I've published the entire list there um, for, uh, for you to see. So uh, check it out. Uh, that was uh, something I did with, uh, with Officeworks because um, obviously they sell a whole bunch of back-to-school products. So why not talk to people about their, uh, their back-to-school needs? You're listening to Your Tech life? Whether you walk... Run, bike, swim, golf, climb, skip, jump, or just go. Garmin has a range of wearables that help you move a little more each day. Get moving with a Vivo Fit 2, great little uh, fitness tracker um, that you know tracks, you, tracks your steps and gives you a new goal each and every day. Train with heart with a Vivo Smart HR that's tracking your heart rate and got smartphone interaction. And, of course, up your game with a Vivo Active. This is a, a true uh, fitness watch. Uh, GPS smartwatch with sport app. So if your body does a sport, your wrist needs this watch. Whether you're in the pool or on the golf course, on your bike or out for a run, the built-in sports app put detailed stats at your fingerprints. Add life and style to your device by downloading free custom watch faces, apps, and more through the Connect IQ online store. You can check that out, as I am right now, at garmin.com.au. Let's keep rolling through the show. If you've got a question about technology, a problem with technology, it doesn't matter what it is, go to the website, Good G'day, Grant. Hey, Trevor. How are you doing? Good, buddy. What can I do for you?
4: Yeah, mate, I've just been overseas. Uh, I've got some uh, videos on my iPhone and stuff I wanted to try and get onto a DVD or, or Blu-ray. Where'd you go, um, mate? Where'd you go? Uh, yes, mate, right over the States. Nice. Uh, three and a half weeks there with the family, it was good.
0: Three and a half weeks, that's awesome.
4: Yes, yes, can't complain.
0: Yeah, wow. What sort of areas did you go to?
4: Uh, mainly the West Coast, LA, uh, yep. and some family in Arizona as well, so I was over there as well.
0: Very nice. So you've taken a bunch of videos on the old iPhone, have you?
4: Yeah, so now I'm basically looking for the best sort of software to edit them and, and get them onto a DVD or Blu-ray.
0: Well, let's just start at the end there first. Why do you want them on a okay. DVD? Um,
4: just so I can give it to the family easier, I guess.
0: Yep. Is everyone on Facebook?
4: Um, not my okay. parents. No, they right. refuse.
0: They refuse. Just flat out <laughs> refuse.
4: Out. Mm, I told them
0: to get on before I go to the 3 so they can see
4: what we're up to, but
0: no, no good. Got, got, they got computers, they connected at all, or are they just hanging out with the old days? Yeah, yeah,
4: they've got iPad and three and, and whatnot.
0: Yeah, so. Right. so, I mean, I'll just say that because, to be honest, that's actually one of the hardest parts right now is getting the media off and onto a disc, you know. Um, I couldn't even, I don't think I could even burn a DVD at home anymore. I just wouldn't even know where to find one. But um, still possible, but, you know, leave me out of that part, all right? If you're going to burn a DVD, you can work that out yourself. Um, But but it is pretty easy. If you've got a a DVD burner in a computer, then most of the times there's a bit of software and you just drag and drop a video and and you create a DVD. But, you know, if your mum and dad have got iPads and the things, then you're actually probably (laughs) better off... Um, uh, you know, airdropping it to them. You know, are they in the same area yeah. as you? Or? Ah,
4: yeah, not far.
0: Yeah, so do you know what I mean? Like, you could just have it on your iPad and, or iPhone and airdrop it to them. Anyway, yeah, so, sure. so that, to be honest, digital video is so much more useful because you can put a video on Facebook, on YouTube, you can put it on YouTube, mark it as private yeah. and so you yeah. can just share it around and basically, you've then created a, a save for it as well. So I've got our wedding video on YouTube on Facebook yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, and it just
0: comes up every year and I don't even need to worry about where it is. So the house it. burns down, I've still got the video. Anyway, so yeah. is it all shot on the iPhone? So all the videos are on the iPhone?
4: Yeah, my sister-in-law has got some. She's still over there but when she gets back, she's got some on her Samsung. Right. So I'm going to try and combine them all and...
0: Well, again, that's going to be your biggest problem um, getting the stuff yeah. off the Samsung and onto the iPhone. But it's possible. So what you do with those ones is for. So I'm going to jump ahead here and tell you that I think your yeah. iPhone. Have you got an iPad? Uh,
4: yeah, yeah.
0: So I think that that's all you need. All right. Okay. I think that what is possible today on an iPhone and yeah. an iPad with video is f- amazing, amazing. Okay. So. Let's, let's just deal with the first issue, which is the, you know, the Samsung phone with some videos on it. What you need to do is get the, that physical phone in your hand, get those physical files onto your computer, so they're you know, .avis, .mp4s, yep. whatever they are, yep. um, and then import them into iTunes, right? And uh-huh. once you import yep. them into iTunes, you can save them on your phone as a home movie, uh, and okay. then on your phone, you might need an app. I actually needed to, to get an app once uh, that takes what, videos. I, iMovie or something, well, no, no. That there's work. the the problem is uh, iMovie only works with videos that you've kind of shot. So then, if okay. videos are in your home movie folder, you need to kind of export them out and into your camera roll. But there is an app to okay. do that. Trust me. So yeah, then, right. rather than trying to get you know, uh, avid, a photo, f- what's it called, Adobe Premiere, you know, whatever, yeah, just use iMovie. Now, you can do it on your phone, but trust me, on the iPad, 20 times easier because of the bigger yeah, screen. Yeah. And it's sure. really, really simple because you just tap on a video and add it to the to, to the overall timeline, and then you're just going, you're just trimming. So you're just going, well, I want to start this one here, I want to yeah. split this one in half, and I want to put this one in the middle, and then you can have fades in between, you can put text yeah. over the top, you can throw some music underneath the whole thing, and... Yeah. Oh my god! It just happens. It's
4: trimming and music and titles and yeah.
0: And you can even do themes with iMovie that that make it look pretty, pretty darn fun and cool. And then, mate, the biggest challenge is you're going to end up with a big video, so you know it's a it's a large file size. You need to get it somewhere. So, as I said, honestly, YouTube and Facebook are fantastic because they will hold a video, no dramas, Um, and and then you can just share it privately using those mechanisms. but you'll be surprised with how amazing that is. iMovie, I'm gonna say, is now free. Um, yeah, yeah so I'm
4: Pretty sure it's on, it's on my. I website, don't even
0: yeah. think you need to pay for it. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, you'll be blown good. away by how cool it is. I use it now mm. all the time. Just shoot a little, you know, three little videos, put them back to back together, and then share them on any platform. So, um, yeah, mate, okay. you, you're on a winner. And the great thing is, it's a really like it's a it's quite a relaxing thing to do just on the lounge with the iPad. You know, the TV's yeah, on, yeah. but you're not really paying attention. You know, the cricket might be on, whatever. But you can just, you just keep trimming movies, just looking back at stuff. Yeah. It's <laughs> so easy, bud. Oh, beautiful.
4: Thank Good you. luck,
0: man. I look forward I'll to hearing how that. it goes, mate. No worries.
4: All I'll right. I'll get it all finished before my next episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. Good on you. Thanks for getting in touch. Thanks, Trevor. No worries. And if you've got a question, a problem, you want to have a chat about anything technology, get in touch, go to the website eftm.com.au. you listening to Your Tech Life. Thanks to Garmin, garmin.com.au and Arlo from Netgear at netgear.com.au. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Uh, thanks to the good people at Arlo for their support and Garmin, garmin.com.au and uh, for Arlo, netgear.com.au dot uh, a u and just click on Arlo. if you want to get in touch go to the website e f t m dot com dot a go martin G'day, Trevor. How are
1: you going? good
0: buddy what can I do for you
1: good um my computer uh, running windows ten decided it would do an automatic update and um, and ever since then my printer won 't work
0: so you were already on windows ten but it 's updated yeah. itself uh to just a you know secure, like some sort of software upgrade within windows ten yeah
1: yeah, yeah, just a, an automatic update. I saw, that, I saw it come up on the screen, but uh, I sort of didn't pay much attention to it. And then mm. after it had finished um, downloading and restarted the computer, the printer just wouldn't work.
0: Really? So does it give any errors or any anything like that?
1: No, nothing. If I try and print something, it just comes up with uh, error printing to the printer.
0: Now, what what brand of printer is it?
1: It's a Brother Laser Printer.
0: Do you know the model?
1: Uh, it's HL1440.
0: How old is that? Oh, probably about
1: 12, 12,
0: years old. She's getting long in the tooth, eh? we still working higher. well. I guess that's the issue, right? It Works well. Why should you upgrade?
1: Well, the, the even funnier part is that we've um, put it up to my son's computer, which also runs Windows 10, and it worked fine on that. Wow. Yeah. Well,
0: I can't work go. it out. So I just did a quick search, and obviously you've probably done the same thing, but the Brother website even lists Windows 10 against that particular item. Uh, yeah. and suggests that the built-in driver should be enough to get you
1: through. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've deleted the, the printer and reinstalled it, I don't know how many times, and I've been emailing brother back and forth for the last week, and they can't
0: up with anything either. Wow. So, so uh, in terms of deleting the printer, um, I mean, obviously that's there's some very basic ways of doing that. Now, when you're when you're adding the printer... Um, do you have to go through and find the name and click on all that kind of stuff or does it do it kind of automatically, does it try to?
1: Yeah, it's kind of automatically because it's an older printer, I have to go to, my printer's not listed and, I, and it brings up a list of... And, and, and then and you printed. can
0: find that your specific one can be found there?
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then I saw the driver and still nothing happened.
0: Yeah, right. Um, have Have you had any instruction or tried to actually remove the driver?
1: No. No, I don't have a there isn't a driver
0: um put yeah. out my brother.
1: It's all contained within Windows now
0: apparently. Right, so it's the win it's the it's the built in yeah. Windows driver. Man. Yeah. So and, and this is the critical thing, you can literally just plug the computer into another Windows ten computer and it works fine. The printer, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you've got me stuffed now. Um, oh, I, oh, you know, it's quite interesting, really, isn't it? Because you've just done those very basic things, which I think are the the key to problem solving, which is trial and error. Um, yes, we know it's I've not doing that. we know it's not the printer. Uh, we know the printer can work with Windows ten. I wonder whether you know if it's possible to roll back a version like that, get rid of that upgrade. I've
1: tried that; it didn't work either.
0: So you have rolled back, and it still doesn't work. Yeah. Wow. And you've dried all the basic things like just plugging into a different port and all those kind of silly, simple things? Oh,
1: yeah. changed change the ports. And uh, it was... Um, I did have it set up with a multi-pin plug. I was transferred over to a USB cable and mm-hmm. still no doubt.
0: What... Um, how much of a drama is it for you to start all over again and uh, reinstall Windows?
1: Uh, I'm not even sure I have the disk.
0: Ooh, uh, good point. Excellent point. You uh, you need Because did you originally upgrade?
1: Um, no, I bought a new computer, and it came the came with Windows Ten in Okay. I think I did have What
0: brand of computer? Uh, I
1: think it's just a generic brand from the computer shop.
0: Okay, right. So, what you need to so that probably won't have the kind of rollback functionality that you might expect from a you know Dell or something, um, mm. but have a look and and maybe speak to the PC shop because they may there may be a partition on the computer that has windows all built in and ready to go so that you just press a special command as you boot up and it takes you to a a restoration area basically and it just wipes the computer and starts again but I mean it's a very extreme you know action to take because you're literally wiping oh. the thing and starting again but I'm tipping the printer's critical to you so I don't know it's what what more can you do I'm I to be honest think that is the only next thing I could suggest to you is a full wipe because clearly there's something, some incompatibility has leapt into your system uh, and, you know, it's like it just needs to be reinstalled. Now, it could be. Now, have you tried a system repair on Windows?
1: No, a bit sort of um, illiterate when it comes to computers, really.
0: So, have a bit of a Google around. We won't spend too much time on it here, but... I'm pretty, store, pretty sure um, there's, there's an option, an area within Windows. I haven't done it myself, but I've kind of looked through it. It's called repair and recovery, I'm sure, um, or recovery. And, and you might have met. I just hit the Windows key and, uh, and type recovery. But, um, but it, what it'll do is it'll actually step you through um, reinstalling. Uh, Windows, and it might reinstall it over itself, which is kind of perfectly what you want. You really just hmm. want Windows to just kind of lay itself back down on top, so that any any of those mismatches are now restored. Um, yeah. Yeah, just go back to how it was, really. That's, well, you might not be able to go back to how it was, but you might be able to go back to how Windows intended it to be, if that makes hmm. sense. Um, yeah. so for example, if you, if you type hit the windows key and type recovery, there's, they should take you to an area. And what you want to do is probably, um, go, not go back to, to a previous version, but actually just reinstall windows. That's what you want to do. Okay. Okay. So have a little, little bit of a Google around. Don't go and just run and do it. Have a Google around, look at some YouTube videos. Cause you'll see other, have a bit of a think about what that does and then maybe huh. try that for your computer. You never know your luck in a big city, my friend.
1: Well, that's right. Yeah. I must come something that'll fix it. I'm sure it's something simple that I don't know how to do.
0: Yeah. Well, good luck. I think try the uh, restore slash repair and see whether that gives you any luck, my friend.
1: Yeah. All right. I'll do that.
0: Good on you, mate. And uh, if you have any yeah. other problems, you just let me know, OK? And we'll keep pu- pushing through it, all right?
1: OK, well done. Good Thank on you, mate.
0: You. Uh, if you've got a problem, a uh, question about technology, just get in touch. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. So, uh, I've got a release this week from Oppo, uh, Oppo Mobile. Um, They'll start selling the R7S in Australia. Um, Now, the R7S is, you know, basically from the the range of R7 devices they've got, the R7, the R7 Plus. It's a 1080p 5.5-inch display with an extra-large battery and 4 gig of RAM. Now, I've been remarkably impressed by, um, by Oppo and their phones. Oppo, if you like, OPPO. It's 529 now, so that puts it at the high range of the mid, <laughs> high end of the mid-range. Um, but, you know, 4GB RAM, fast charging capabilities. A bu- it is a beautiful screen. It's an AMOLED display, um, Gorilla Glass. I mean, I've, I hold this thing in my hand here, and I, I'm super impressed with what Oppo are doing. They do have a bunch of other, you know, nifty kind of innovative ideas and features, but in the end, in the, the, at its very basic level, Beautiful screen, thin device, great design, good quality, speedy. It is fantastic. So if you're buying Android, I honestly don't know why you need to spend the 900 to to $1,000. Sony's probably the only people that can justify it because they have uh, rugged, they have waterproof, they have uh, pretty amazing cameras. But still, I think the 5 to 600 dollar mark is where you need to be at most. I've talked about the 3 and 400 dollar cars that have been amazing. four 3 and 400 dollar phones that have been amazing. Um so yeah, I I just think it's fantastic. Now the problem for Oppo, Oppo, and I, I they wouldn't like me saying this, but their challenge is they they had obtained a fantastic distribution through Dick Smith stores. And they still will be in Dick Smith stores, but What's the future for Dick Smith? We don't know. So hopefully um, you'll, you'll find the Oppo. Uh, the R7S is the device I'm talking about. 5.5 inches, it's basically the same size as an iPhone 6 Plus. Great device. Well worth checking out. Um, if you're in the market for a phone or you know someone who is, tell them to check it out. Tell them to give it a try. Won't hurt. All you can do is try. You're listening to Your Tech Life.
2: Your Tech Life with
0: Trevor Long. Stay connected to What Matters Arlo. Keeps track of the people and places you care about most in brilliant HD. Provides live viewing from your smartphone and sends notification alerts straight to you when motion is detected. Place Arlo cameras in hard-to-reach places, indoors, outdoors, and watch over your home from anywhere. One system, endless possibilities, 100% wire-free, no cords, no PowerPoints required, weatherproof, uh, so you can put them anywhere in the yard, in the driveway, or inside out. Uh, and night vision, so total darkness, not a problem. All you have to do is search arlo.com slash au for more details. They have you every angle covered. Your
2: Tech Life with Trevor Long.
0: Thank you for listening. Uh, happy Australia Day week on whatever day you're listening. It's great to have your company on Your Tech Life. If you've got a question about technology, problem with technology, doesn't matter what it is, just get in touch. Go to the website eftm.com.au. G'day, Kerry.
2: day, Trevor. How are you going? Good, G'day,
0: mate. What can I do for you?
2: Okay, I've got a bit of an pro- uh, email problem. Um, it's sort of on a behalf of a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, she had a whole stack of um, emails in subfolders that she kept um, uh, kept through Outlook okay. uh, on a PC. Yep. Um, she recently upgraded to uh, Windows 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, uh, there was a bit of a problem there. So we had to reset the... Um, uh, the PC mm. uh, to reinstall Windows 10 but mm. using the function of retaining all the personal files um, so when we reinstalled Outlook no more subfolders, no more email at all uh, really um, she was using an ISP uh, email server mm. and when we went and looked on there no subfolders there either. Was the inbox, um, was
0: the data that's still in the inbox?
2: There were yeah, her, um, the most recent emails, and we're talking 2016 emails, were hmm. in the inbox. Um, and there were some uh, there that were from 2011. Hmm. But all the others, and she had like about 15 odd folders, her subfolders, hmm. um, but they were all gone. And... I uh, would have expected them to be mirrored on the ISP's mail server.
0: No, sadly, that's one of the challenges with using a Big Pond or an Optus or an IONet's email is they don't want to store your data. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, put, put it this way, I've got all the email I've sent and received since like 1995, and, and I do that because I was originally in the same situation. I had all my Outlook, but then I uploaded it all using a, a myriad of techniques, so I uploaded it all to Google. Now, I have... Yeah many hundreds of megabytes, gigabytes of uh, data in the cloud. There's no way an ISP would, would want that there. So, yeah, unfortunately, when no. you're using an ISP, um, they pretty much delete the mail as soon as you've downloaded it, depending on your settings, but it's not going to be there for more than 30 or 40 days, basically. So, yeah, sure. you know, I think the challenge here is that you may, you know, I think you need to, need to accept that you may have lost it all. There's, there's absolutely no doubt you may need to accept that. Um, yeah, there's sure. really only a couple of things you can do. So what version of Outlook is now installed on the computer?
2: Um, we installed them. It was the most current version. Oh, 2016. Uh, oh, you mean previously?
0: Well, now is, now is the most current. And what was it before you upgraded?
2: Uh, it was 2007, I believe.
0: Okay, that's quite old. So yeah. the only thing to do in a, in a faint hope of anything mm. is is do a little bit of digging and searching on the computer itself. So forget Outlook, forget uh, any software, just search in Windows Explorer. There's a couple of things you're looking for. Um, Outlook operates in a very simple way. It creates a single file, uh, Mm. which has all your mail in it, and it's called Outlook.pst. It's changed its name slightly over the years. It's now not a PST, it's an OST or something like that. But broadly, oh yeah. if you were to do a Google search on... Um, Outlook 2010 data file, for example. You'll find a very long and complicated address within Windows. So it's something like Windows, System32, Application Data, Microsoft Outlook, really weird folder structure. And somewhere there is where Outlook by default puts its files. Now, there is a small, very small chance that that file is still sitting there. It's just sitting there waiting to be opened. And if it is sitting there, you can literally just open that in Outlook and Bob's your uncle. Mm-hmm. But if it's not yeah. there and you search to your heart's content for a file called Outlook.something, uh, yep. then I think, sadly, it's all gone. And I think the le- lesson to be learned here is that you're absolutely spot on. Um, the cloud, or the ISP in in the way you were describing it, is the best place for your mail to be. And for that reason, I would highly recommend Google Mail. Um, yes. I've been using it for a very long time now, and the beautiful thing is no matter which computer i pick up no matter where i am in the world as long as i can get to a browser and type gmail.com i can see every message every single yeah. one uh well, and it, there's it, no no, no doubting that's awesome i'm sorry you go
2: <laughs> no i was going to say we we uh, i did go looking for the pst file yes. um the other day when we we had this problem and and no it's not there um I thought uh, it may have been sort of somewhere on the hard drive that we, you know, may have been able to retrieve.
0: What, uh, is it a PC or a laptop? It's a laptop. You know what I'd do as a last Mm -hmm. resort, because it is an important thing to try and find, I would go Mm -hmm. to the city, I'd make a lunch of it, and I'd go to the Microsoft Store. Microsoft Store is, is now offering in the same way that Apple does, a genius bar style experience. And... They will have a look for you. Now, they may know some tricks and, and, and things that you and I wouldn't even know close to. So, for example, Windows 10 has a feature where you can roll back to your old operating system and maybe the data's all sitting there in the old operating system. I mean, who knows? Um, yeah. They may be able to look at something like that. But I think, to be honest, you've probably, it sounds like you, you're well advanced in your knowledge, mate. You, it looks like you've looked in all the right places, um, and I I fear that you've come to me for a last resort, and that last resort's not a happy one. <laughs> but but...
2: <laughs> well, it, it was a last resort because I've, I've taken your lead, and because uh, I you know I've been listening to you for a long time now, and uh, I've done what you've suggested, and I had an old hotmail account which I mm. now use regularly, yep. and yes, like you said, all my all my mail is sitting there on I'm through uh Windows Live or whatever yeah. they keep
0: changing the name to and I, I now need to <laughs> deputize you to be uh, you know advocating for the same thing with your friends mate um, that's as much yeah. as we can do but and, I, do think, is, I do think I do think the Microsoft store is uh is an interesting last resort I would be very interested to know what they say or can do for you if anything obviously they may be able to do nothing but geez it'd be interesting wouldn't it I mean you, you can't go any closer to the source
2: no, that's right. They, they, I, I must admit I never thought of that at the time, but I, I'm glad you brought it up. And I will strongly recommend that she she actually does that mm-hmm. um, because mm-hmm. all these mail are important um, work, client emails. Yeah, and, right. um, and I, like you said, I, you know, I very, very strongly recommend that she change to Gmail or... or or Windows, you know, yep. non-ISP yes. um, mail service.
0: Well, um, you've done everything you can. Um, that's that's a really strong recommendation you can make about popping into the Pitt Street store and uh, seeing whether uh, they can help. And uh, hopefully there's some possibility there. Otherwise, mate, we, we've all learned a valuable, or reminded ourselves of a valuable lesson here, mate.
2: Absolutely, and I, I couldn't recommend your suggestion strong enough to, to do that because I, I've had my frights and mine's only majority is just personal email. Well, this mm. is this uh, lady's work emails mm. as well, which is not backed up on a server. Mm. And um, I've now said, look, you really should back everything up, a minimum to a hard drive yep. or a couple and and to the cloud and... Um, yeah, I, I can't recommend it strongly to anybody, and um, I know you're a, a big supporter of that as well. Mm.
0: Yep, it's a tough way to learn the lesson, Kerry, but it's, uh, it's unfortunately a very important way to learn the lesson. Thanks for getting in touch, and uh, I do hope something good comes of it.
2: Oh, well, I hope so. I'm, I'll send you an email and let you know what, what happens and, you, um and give you an update, okay?
0: Thanks for getting in touch.
2: No, thank you for your help tonight, Trevor.
0: Good on you, mate. And uh, if you've got a question, a problem, or you want to have a, a chat about some sort of technology in your life, just get on the blower one eight hundred one five seven one five seven, or go to the website eftm dot com dot au. Talking
2: technology without the jargon. Your, your tech, tech life, life with Trevor Long.
0: Long. Let's keep going with calls. Go, Veronica.
3: Hi, Trevor. How are
0: you? Very good. How can I help you?
3: Uh, I I received an email um, this week, and I clicked on I clicked on the link in it. Um, and oh. I just wanted peace of mind. I'm already um, worried.
0: I'm already nervous well, for you.
3: <laughs> I clicked on the link and it took me to an adult site, Mm-mm. and I'm just concerned I may have caught something from the adult site or from the email that I clicked on. Mm.
0: And what? What? Who did the email purport to be from?
3: Oh well, it it was what it was from WhatsApp, and I, what. WhatsApp is an app I use very rarely, but it was with one particular friend who I haven't heard from in a while, yeah, yeah. and I thought she.
0: Bingo! She's way, back in touch. You thought, and then you you got pornos. Right? Brilliant.
3: Yeah. Well, I didn't wait long enough. I just saw the printing coming up at the top of the screen as the I you know was immediately redirected. Or I yeah, just clicked yeah. off and I shut my computer down. Mm.
0: Well, look, you've uh, you've done the. Right thing at, at the at the end, but you, you did nervously do the wrong thing there initially, but how would you know, right? That's the challenge. The The warning and the simple um, message from WhatsApp even um, is they don't send messages. Um, <laughs> WhatsApp don't send emails. They won't even send you WhatsApp yeah. messages. So ignore any email that comes or purports to be from WhatsApp. And it's just, uh, the reason I'm happy to talk about it, even though it's a very easy question, is it's a timely reminder. And I wouldn't care if we did it every single week, Veronica, that um, even if you get an email, which you're pretty sure is real, um, don't click on the link. So if so the funny thing about banks, for example, or WhatsApp is another good one. Not everyone uses WhatsApp, but millions of people do. So it's a high likelihood that they'll, if they send a million emails, they'll get five or six people who actually do think, well, it could be a real message because I do use WhatsApp. Um, whereas, whereas when I get an email from, when I get an email from the Commonwealth Bank, I think, yeah, good luck because I don't use the Commonwealth Bank, but I get an email from St. George and I think, oh, what's that? Because that's the bank I use. And then you realize, hang on a minute, that, that my password has not been compromised. So I don't need to click here. Um, and if I did, I would open up a browser of my own accord and type stgeorge.com.au, and see if they had a security message up there. So in yours, in your case, next time you see an email from an app that you use, whether it's WhatsApp or another one, just open up the app uh, and don't actually click on anything oh, in the email. I,
3: I would not. Yeah, exactly. I, would, I was obviously just not thinking at the moment. No, I'm no. just worried that is my Norton's enough? I'm really concerned I might have gotten a key logging thingy in my computer, and I was just a bit worried about
0: You've got you know, Norton 360 or Norton Internet Security? Which have you got?
3: Internet Security. And it's like an automatic renewal every year.
0: I would force it to do a scan, force it to do an update, check, but I'm confident you'll be fine with regards yeah, to the, the bigger do. end of key logging and those kind of things. The, um, wow. the real – look, the only ramification of your uh, neglect at this point <laughs> is that you've verified your email address to the scammers, Okay. So right. what's happened is they've sent a random email to a random set of letters. From their point of view, your email address is just a random set of letters, or it's an email address they obtained on the dark web somewhere as a list of people they the email addresses. And what they do is they send emails and when you click on that email, you're basically saying to them, I'm a real person, mm. this email address exists. And uh-huh. therefore, yep. I don't want to break it to you, but your email is now worth a little bit more than it was to the scammers. You know, two weeks ago, because they've verified that you're real, so you just need to be ever more diligent now. Okay, Veronica? Okay,
3: yeah, I I certainly will be uh, paying more attention. I'm always looking on the lookout for bank and
0: be uh, alert, be alarmed, and that kind of thing.
3: But but WhatsApp it just slipped right by me, and I didn't even think about
0: it. Well, be 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 happy that you didn't. You haven't actually fallen victim in any way, shape, or form, other than to have clicked a silly link, and uh, you now know not to do it again.
3: Excellent. Thank you so much. Good on you. Keep the mind always. Thank Good you, on you very much. No worries. Thanks okay. for
0: getting in touch. Thanks, Trevor. Bye-bye. No worries. And you can get in touch anytime you like. Go to the website, eftm.com.au. If you've got a question about technology, problem with technology, I don't mind. Let's have a chat. Now, if you are on iTunes as your downloading platform, again, apologies for the uh, repeat downloads you may have experienced this week, but thank you for downloading anyway, and thank you for listening. This is the latest version here, 314 but um, it's time in 2016. It's time to add some more comments to the uh, to the Your Tech Life podcast page. So if you're on iTunes, just take five minutes out of your life, search for Your Tech Life on iTunes, and uh, leave a comment, leave a rating, five stars, uh, and leave a comment. Say good day. Um, there are always lovely comments to read, and I'd like to see more and more. We should we should set a KPI. What do you reckon? Set a KPI for um, for, for 2016. for for the number of comments i can receive um i don't mind saying i will say it as often as i can uh there is no question in my mind that your tech life is the most rated and reviewed podcast in the technology category in australia um the latest comment i can see there is from adelaide boy great australian tech show i love the podcast it's something to look forward to and i always learn from the show i've listened to all the podcasts twice whoa Three times over for things I've missed the first time. Can't get enough. Looking forward to what's in store for 2016. Thank you so much. Um, Not sure I read this one. I listen while I Uber. Uh, Having listened for about six months. Great advice, news, and help on anything tech-related for the downright savvy to the average Joe who doesn't know much. I just bought a Sonos starter kit because of his reviews and couldn't be happier. Uh, This has also led to me buying more music on iTunes to play. Five stars. I play Trevor to my Uber passengers too. Oh, cool. Uh, Joe Blogger says, awesome, best tech and lifestyle uh, show being podcast. Thanks, Trevor, for your dedication. I appreciate that. It means a lot. Um, So thank you, everyone. It would be great if you could be one of the hundreds of people that are clicking on the stars and, of course, leaving a little rating. Um, We do pretty well. 164 five-star reviews, seven four-stars, one three-star, two two two-stars, and one narc with um, one-star I'm actually uh, confident that um, those early uh, star issues were when, when the show stopped being on the radio and I started doing radio highlights. And uh, well, now we're back. It's okay. We've been doing this for years. We're all good. So thank you for listening. It is great for you to do that for me because uh, it keeps me in touch. But also you can jump on Twitter at Trevor Long. Say day, shout out. I'd love to hear from you and speak to you there. Uh, if you're on Facebook, go to... Um TrevorLong.com will take you to my Facebook page. Or, of course, uh, you can search for EFTM on Facebook as well. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. It is wonderful to have your company. Let's do it again next week, eh? Here on Your Tech Life.